Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell. And with me, as always, is me, Cagney Larkin. What's up, Ryan? What's up, Cagney? I asked you first. Y'all, listen, listen. It doesn't matter what's up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't (laughs) matter. Because this week, it's it's, it's Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, this is going to be coming to you live on Black Friday, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, or, or Stitcher, Stitcher or Castbox, or anywhere you can listen to podcasts. But if you're on Patreon, you're gonna get it on Monday, tonight. the day it's recorded tonight. And it won't be Thanksgiving yet, but we're celebrating all week. But we hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you fucking ate a lot of food yesterday. But we're not celebrating turkeys. We're not celebrating pilgrims. Yams. We're not celebrating any of that crazy stuff. No, sir. It's Kurt Russell giving here on Martell's Movie Madness. The one, the only, Kurt Russell. Yes, that's it. The man with the plan himself from the 60s to today. Still kicking ass. Acting a fool. Just acting all all over the place. (laughs) He's fucking great in everything he is in. Everybody has seen a Kurt Russell movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen a Kurt Russell movie, you still have seen a Kurt Russell movie. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You just like, don't realize it. You've all seen Kurt Russell He's films. in a lot of shit. And we're here to tell you that Kurt Russell never disappoints. Not once. Ever. But, of course, before we get into that, all the way, before we stick our dicks all the way into the hole... <laughs> <laughs> what a weird euphemism. Saturday, tomorrow, if you're listening to the public. Tomorrow night! Oh, It's going to be the premiere, the digital premiere, the watch party. Of our movie. Martell's Movie Madness, the movie, part one, the beginning. Dun, dun, dun. We are fucking excited. Please watch it tomorrow I night. hope you guys are as ready for this as we are. It's going to be hilarious. Because we put a lot of time, a lot of effort... A lot of uh, more gray hair in our heads. <laughs> Blood, uh, sweat, tears, and cold hard cash. And it's going to be epic. It's going to be tight. I hope you guys are ready to watch a fucking funny-ass movie. Because we did it. We made a funny-ass movie. I can't wait. Saturday, 9 o'clock, <clears throat> YouTube. Be there. Yes, the link is all over my social media, Cagney's social media, Martell's Movie Madness social yeah. media. It's We've everywhere. been throwing it out there, so so make Do sure not you're miss it. make sure you're following us at Martell's Movie Madness on Instagram and Facebook at Movie Madness sixty nine on Twitter. Also follow me Trailer Trash God on Instagram and Martell the God on Twitter. And then Cagney is Cagney likes this on Instagram and Cags loves movies on Twitter. Twitter and there are everything's over there. It's all there. Yep, we are fucking <clears throat> pumped. Link in bio, as we're they thankful, say. We are thankful for you guys. 
Really. Yes, yes, we are. For listening to us talk about movies and for watching us when we make movies. And uh, there wouldn't be any content for without the, a listener or watcher. For so. all the Patreon supporters, the people who rate, review, and subscribe, the people who gave to the Indiegogo campaign, the people who bought t-shirts just in real life, which we still have a couple t-shirts left, so hit me up. We're trying to sell them. We're trying just to get rid of them. Um, yeah, so that about... That's about that, you know. So we're excited. Now That's I gotta know here. what you've been watching, Cagney. Oh man, this movie I watched this week, or I, I said that backwards. This week I watched a movie called Kingsman: The Secret Service, and uh, I had seen this film when it came out, probably the year it came out, and uh, I remembered it being really good. But I was just something about it, man. When I watched it this weekend, it blew my wig back, dude. I had so much fucking fun watching this movie it's like a serious master class in filmmaking everything about it just oozes perfection there's a review i've seen that says uh it's james bond on laughing gas which it really is because it's like the best james <clears throat> bond movie that's not fucking serious with a stick up its ass the entire time you know it has fun with itself and it's got top-notch actors Colin Firth, Michael Caine, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that, man. So I highly recommend Kingsman. Super fun movie if you haven't seen it. I'm looking forward to watching the sequel sometime this week. Hell and yeah. uh, other than that, watching uh, some more My Name is Earl. And I was actually playing a little bit of video games this week. So that was oh, cool. Yeah. I haven't done that in a while, so it was fun. But uh, yeah, other than that, that's what I was watching. Ryan, what about you? Well, I actually took it really easy on watching shit this week. Um, I watched... First of all, my pick of the week is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, even though I didn't get to watch it. But it's the pick of the week because it's Thanksgiving week. <laughs> right. Uh, I hopefully will get to watch it by the time Thanksgiving gets here. You have a flash drive on you, right? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm probably going to end up just either renting it or doing the AMC Plus trial to watch it. Heard that. Yeah. Um... So I did watch. Okay, fuck shit. That's a five, a four out of five on the Martell scale. Funny as hell. Go ahead and check it out. Chevy Chase and John Candy. I mean, not Chevy Chase. Fucking Steve Martin. What the fuck <laughs> am I thinking? I went National Lampoon. I was thinking uh, uh, vacation. But I fucked up. It's Christopher Columbus who did this one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> no, John Hughes is. Oh, John Hughes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, Christopher Columbus wrote it though, right? Not sure. I think so. He's got something to do with it. Um, so yeah, that, that's my pick of the week. And then I watched Blood on Tubi. Uh, Blood sounds interesting. It's, it's <laughs> one of those movies where it's like shitty, but it's funny because it's so shitty. It's like a it's like a early seventies schlocky horror movie, and it's just absolutely fun. Turn on. It's a. Um, vampires and werewolves together in the same movie and it's cool. just shitty special effects good blood okay uh any notable 70s actors no in it, not or? at all okay no you wouldn't even know this movie existed unless you were legitimately just bored scrolling digging around through Tubi. Tubi. uh this is a 2.5 out of 5 on the martell scale uh worth checking out but not necessarily a must see uh and then i watched Scream Queens Horror Heroines Exposed. This is on the uh, bonus disc for bonus. The Friday the 13th 
uh, box set. It's the second disc of the bonus uh, features discs. Uh, and I gave that one a 4 out of 5. It's a very good, entertaining little documentary about Scream Queens and what makes a Scream Queen and what doesn't make a Scream Queen. And it's all women. There's no men giving their opinions on this matter. So yeah. uh, I think it's probably the best Scream Queen documentary I've seen. Uh, and then there was a, sl- a, slasher, ugh, a slasher documentary on the same disc called Slice and Dice, the slasher film forever. I gave that one a three out of five. Uh, not quite as good as the Scream Queens documentary. Uh, just not an overall, it's not as good of a documentary overall as I've seen from like slasher documentaries or horror documentaries. Uh, but still pretty good and very fun little interviews going on on there. And then, uh, that's it. That's all my, that's what I watched this week. You did take it easy, man. You yeah, I really, really did. And well, I watched a lot of TV shows too. I watched like, uh, guys, grocery games and Malcolm in the middle a lot. So, but I just finished. My Where are you watching Malcolm in the Middle at? Uh, Tubi. I mean, no, uh, Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on nice, Hulu. Nice man. I need to sit down and watch that. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I love Malcolm and in the then, uh, It's so crazy that Frankie Muniz doesn't really remember making that show. Yeah, it's insane. Isn't it? Right, right. It's like, fucking crazy. As many seasons of that show had, he doesn't. Yeah, this is like my anything, fourth apparently. watch through. Nice. Of uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, what a good show. And, um, so yeah, like I said, like I said at the beginning of the show, we are doing, uh, Kurt Russell movies right now. He really butters my biscuits, man. Like, I'm telling you, there's nothing bad about this man. You can watch any movie that has Kurt Russell in it and have a good time. His presence on screen is just amazing. I'm not denying that there probably is in existence a bad movie with Kurt Russell. Right, but it still has Kurt Russell. I have never seen one, is all I'm saying. Uh, I haven't seen every Kurt Russell film. Even if there is a bad Kurt Russell movie, then he's good in it still. Like Overboard with Goldie Hawn? Is that a good film? I don't know. I haven't seen that one. Um, People do like that one, though. Okay. Yeah, it's It's like a hit. It says it's considered a cult classic. Yeah. Okay. So, and they, they remade it recently with uh, Anna Ferris. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen it, though. I haven't seen it. And the, but he's got such classic films, you know, like Tombstone. Oh, yeah. Great. You know, he's playing Fucking Wyatt. Wyatt playing Wyatt Earp. Got, uh, of course, the movies we watched today. Yeah, we did. We some watched of his four most, today. Some of his most notable roles of all time. A uh, little lesser known Kurt Russell fact, I guess, to most people. Got to start as a Disney Channel kid. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, I'm assuming, wouldn't know that, you know. He was started at Disney Channel in 1966. Yep. Where he signed a 10-year contract. Isn't that insane? It's a, It really is, you know. Pumping out Disney movies, being that much of a Disney kid where you can sign yeah. on for a decade, you know. But they knew. Like, good job, Disney. They knew yeah. that this was fucking Kurt Russell. He's going to be something someday. And it kind of came full circle for him, too, because now he's also in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know? well, yeah, he, was he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2, yeah, yeah. As, a, as a title character. And uh, he plays Santa Claus in the 
Christmas Chronicles, which I have too. not seen yet, man. You know, yeah, it's that I think time the of sequel year. Sequel is coming out this year. Yeah, and so that time of year now, so I need to probably sit down and watch that. You know, check Re- it out. Real life wife Goldie Hawn plays as uh, Mrs. Claus. In oh, that is movie he too. married to Goldie Hawn? Yeah, I did not even know that, man. Yeah, dude. All right, that's what we're here to do. And, we're here to learn. And, we're here uh, to do some celebrating. He's Kate Hudson's stepfather because interesting. Uh, that's Goldie Hawn's daughter from another marriage, and then uh, Russell, no uh, Wyatt Russell. Is his son with Goldie Hawn? Oh wow! The guy from Overlord. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's Which in is something a dope, dope movie. He's as in well. something else that's really fucking good too, but I can't remember. Uh, that's that's the most notable thing that I remember from. Right. Um. But yeah, like we said, we did watch. We watched four fucking great movies today. A- Action packed. A little bit of comedy here and there in all of them. Uh first one we watched actually i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just list them off we watched escape from new york big trouble in little china captain ron and three thousand miles to to graceland now while we were watching these i devised a fan theory yeah we built it up together a little bit Yeah, Yeah, yeah um the kurt russell one character continuation yes this is uh, the idea that his character in each movie is actually the same guy from the other movies. And so, the ones we watched today. Yeah, of these four today. So the timeline is uh, Big Trouble in Little China takes place first. Then uh, Captain Ron, right? Or was Escape from New York after that? See, I devised Escape from New York first. Yeah, yeah, and okay, then, but here's what, hear me out though, because he's um okay, so yeah, okay, well that's what we'll do, okay, so we'll say, escape from New York first, boom, he snake Plissken. big trouble in Little China, that's his, after that's he, his uh, alter ego now that he's been granted immunity from after the events and escape from New York, yeah, and then three thousand miles to Graceland, and then Captain Ron, yep, he ends up being Captain Ron. At the end of 3,000 Miles to Graceland. <laughs> yeah, and goes right into If you it. could fucking imagine, man. I mean, these movies are fucking... Uh, they're all pretty tonally different, except for, like... Escape from New York and 3,000 Miles to Graceland have a similar tone, in that they're more serious yeah. action well, movies. Escape from New York and Big Trouble in Little China are also both John Carpenter films as well. Yeah, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China, though, is a little bit more fantastical. Um, even though it's super fantasy, super yeah, fantasy. escape from New York is, is it's post-apocalyptic and it's supposed to take place in the future of 1997, right, right. but, uh, it's nowhere near as out there in premise as big trouble in little China. Cause I could actually see the government turning a state into a prison mm-hmm. and just kind of bordering it off. It's a really, really cool concept, man, that I think could be explored way more than just what we were given here, you know? Because the concept isn't the plot. Yeah. The concept is that New York, the entire state, has been turned into uh, the world's maximum security prison. Well, not the world's, but the, the whole country. The country, yeah. yeah. It's where their, uh, our prisoners in this country are just dropped off in New York for the rest of their lives. And they, there's a huge wall built around the city, and they can't get out. Well, the president happens to be flying over whenever his... Uh, Air Force One plane is hijacked. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, he ends up crashing in New York City, and uh, 
It's up to Snake Plissken to go in there and save the president. Well, they shoot his escape pod down. Yeah. Because he's got a fucking escape pod in this futuristic 1997 plane. Right. And then uh, they shoot it down, and he ends up in, in New York. And like Cagney said, the, the government, the people who are his, like, CIA mm-hmm. operatives, which include Mr. Tom Atkinson, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know who the other guy's name was. Uh, but Lee Van Cleef, man. That's Lee Van Cleef? Yeah, Lee Van Cleef. Damn. Very cool, right? Yeah, so old, you get like the, old Lee Van Cleef the there. Biggest, uh, one of the biggest Western actors. Yeah, there. yeah. And like like Cagney said, Donald Pleasance is the president. This cast is fucking stacked. Um. So yeah, he ends up in New York, and they get Snake to go out there and save him. He's got twenty four hours to save the president, or uh, his. It was twenty four, but when he starts, it's twenty two. Yeah, when yeah. they put the timer on him, yeah, or these implants in his neck yeah. are going to explode and blow his head off which yeah, is well they won't know they're not going to blow his head off they're just going to explode his arteries well explode his corroded yeah, arteries yeah, yeah. yeah which i would just assume you know your head would yeah. explode a little well he bit said that, that the he said that the charge wasn't enough to blow anything up. oh yeah, yeah it yeah. would just puncture the make the mm-hmm. uh the vein burst the wounds yeah <clears throat> so he goes in there and he's got he's having a little trouble at first just dealing with the crazies and everything that's going on in this prison state of New York, and which we get some really cool characters, man. We got this guy named Romero, yeah, who has like some fucking I'd say a foot tall hair. Oh yeah, for and sure. It kind of looks like Guile from Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a mix between guy of Guile and uh, Blanca. Yeah, from Street Fighter. Yeah, right. Like, it's like he's like if they fucked and had a baby. And then if Romero, I mean, it's probably got to be a reference to. Uh, I, I don't know. George Romero in, in eighty. Well, I don't know eighty one, maybe possibly, because didn't what what was uh. Oh, dead seventies. Yeah, live no. Is it seventies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Return of Living Dead is sixties. I know it's sixty eight. I think is it not? Or not Return of Living Dead, but Night of Living Dead. Either way, it could be uh, him and John Carpenter. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead is 1978. Yeah, him and John Carpenter would be considered like contemporaries. Mm-hmm. So I guess he would be throwing him a little wink and nod. Yeah, and, yeah you know. I'm sure. Uh, John Carpenter also loved Donald Pleasance. He's in a lot of John Carpenter. I mean, who doesn't those love Those early John, John Carpenter thing, movies. Yeah. He loved Donald Pleasance <clears throat> and he definitely loved Kurt Russell. He knew that yeah, Kurt Russell for sure. was made a damn fine leading man. We get fucking sexy ass Isaac Hayes as the Duke, and Adrian Barbeau as well. Yeah, also sexy, sexy as hell. And then uh, Harry Dean Stanton is the guy they call the Brain, who's like the man who knows how to get things in, yeah, in New like, York. This movie's got a packed cast for, for sure, man, for sure. Um, but yeah, the plot's pretty simple. Uh, he's trying to find the president. He gets misled because of course they take the tracking device off right and put it on somebody else right off the gate like a vaudeville theater where people are like entertaining themselves on stage with the production and that's what leads him to harry dean stanton the the brain who takes him to where he knows the duke is did you know this movie was co-written by nick castle i didn't know that yeah he's the original shape yep and halloween yeah him and uh nick castle co-wrote this movie together that's that's wild yeah i like that yeah um. So yeah, I mean, this is fucking. This movie is just as far as like per- post-apocalyptic wasteland movies go. This kind of like is the prototype for yeah. those kind of movies. And uh, this Kurt and Mad Russell Max just gives you 
that I'm a fucking badass and I know it yeah, by yeah. the entire movie. Just the way he talks in this movie is badass. Yeah, like, it's kind that of like, alone. like a Batman voice. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a gruntled whisper. Yeah, yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's like I'm so badass. I don't have to talk loud. I can oh, mutter, I and you exactly gotta hear what I say. I yeah, you gotta listen to me. Yeah, you gotta listen. <laughs> and you I don't repeat myself, motherfucker. I do not repeat myself. <clears throat> he ends up having a fucking fight, Ox Baker, the professional wrestler. Yeah, we get this super cool death match thing after he gets like finds the president and gets caught. Yeah, and then kidnap and Kurt Russell's not a small guy, but he looks yeah. fucking tiny beside Ox Baker. Real tiny. Ox that Baker looks like three humans put into one. He was huge when he was about to die, and he had lost so much weight by the time he passed away. How tall of his, was that guy? He was he was at least six 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 wow. seven for sure, if not six eight. You know, he's taller That's than insane. shit. Um, I saw I used to see him around conventions all the time because pretty much any time he was in Charlotte. Um, pretty much any convention that was in Charlotte, Greg, um, price, the guy who used to run the NWA legends fan fest would bring mm-hmm. him in as his like booth guest yeah. to make money. Um, make that money, bro. He was known for doing the heart punch though, where you take a guy and you like twist his arm up and then you punch him right in his heart, mm-hmm. directly in his heart. And like scary. The whole thing was it would explode people's hearts, and he would just carry them out on a fucking stretcher. Wow. Like, he had his own stretcher that he would yeah. strap people down to and just walk out with them. <clears throat> so, um... Certified badass. Snake Plissken is one of two Kurt Russell characters that have their own Wikipedia page. Word. Snake Plissken and uh, Captain McReady from The Thing. Yeah, from The Thing. Yep. That's tight. Yep. That's pretty So, those tight. two characters are, like... Yeah. Known enough in popular culture, you know. Oh, yeah. Like Quint from Jaws, you know. Yeah, so. I'm surprised Jack Burton didn't have his own page. Nope, nope. That's but, uh, insane, because he's got a cult following, Jack too. Burton left him a little legacy in Chinatown, that's You gotta sure, see yeah. that. Uh, anytime you go to, like, these conventions and stuff, there's at least one dude cosplaying each of these characters. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, there's Kurt Russell's walking there's, around. There's a bunch of Kurt Russell's walking uh, around. The, the people in Chinatown tell their children the stories of Jack Burton <laughs> yeah. before they lay them down to go to sleep. So, long story short, he does end up getting the president and getting out of New York um, at the very fucking nick of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cut, they take the little explosives out of his neck or they decharge him or whatever right. the fuck they did. And then uh, he basically tells Lee Van Cleef's character, fuck off at the yeah, end of the movie. Fuck himself, like, man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and, uh, but whatever, say he saved the day. So, what kind of score and, are you giving Escape from New York, oh, man? Yeah. I wrote down four out of five, but I think I'm going to change it to five out of five. I'm yeah, just, for sure. I love this movie. And what a contrast from John Carpenter's previous film, Halloween, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like two totally different films, and that's cool for a director to be able to do something like that within such a short time span. Yeah, I love, I celebrate all of John Carpenter's films because, like, he's very diverse, diverse he filmmaker. A, he's, a, he's, well, he, he's clearly, he's into genre. He does the, he does, like, these modern westerns really mm-hmm. and like post-apocalyptic westerns and stuff everything he makes is basically his version of like a, a western for whatever setting it is right um Assault and, Precinct to and it makes sense because in his childhood you know those were the yeah. big budget movies yeah. those were the big budget hollywood films the only thing that i wouldn't compare to a western necessarily is halloween and uh like the Prince of Darkness, stuff like that, the horror movies he did. I mean, you could I wouldn't really. Some, you could some, some of strings. them, yeah, you could you could make the the 
you'd have to reach really far for to compare those to westerns. But his his like action movies that he made, those are definitely like very heavily western influenced. And you and John Carpenter himself just has such a huge fucking filmography under yeah, his belt. Yeah, he really man. does. It's insane. Um So yeah, that's that's Escape from New York and then I guess we'll go and say we'll go right into Big Trouble in Little China. Which oh man. First time watch for me today. I didn't realize how little of this movie I had actually seen. It is till so I was watching it. Much fun, dude. This <laughs> is my personal favorite Kurt Russell film. Yeah. Hands down. Uh the vibe of it, you know, the actual the the tone, yeah. the tongue in cheekness of it the entire time. It's hilarious. The action is huge. Oh yeah. Uh, 20 minutes in it lets you know that this movie's a little out of the ordinary yeah oh yeah you get you get thrown into a supernatural fantasy world that you didn't really expect lord raiden just shows up out of nowhere we get one of the i think the coolest street fight scenes of all time that has a different game like a fucking street war yeah literally you get five different gangs they all take each other out with guns and then five more pop up they're fighting each other with samurai swords and then they all take each other out and we progress into these even more samurais that are invincible and are wielding fucking uh lightning and green fucking all kinds of crazy and you're like what is going on now and we have the same reaction that kurt russell's having who's playing jack burton in this yes uh total fucking badass in this movie he is so full of confidence and arrogance and he just reeks of he's got that 80s machismo shit for sure he's just he reeking thinks like, he dripping can sleep with, that with shit. any woman in the world have anything he wants and he's just a fucking truck driver you know a, ga- a truck driver with a gambling problem yeah but he's full well, of well is it a problem he was winning yeah but it's still so, you know a gambling yeah. addiction um so yeah, to break it down for you, Jack Burton is a truck driver. He hauls pigs to Chinatown, I guess, and probably other markets in the world. Uh, and the Pork Chop Express, uh, yeah, his, the Pork his, Chop his Express, big rig, his big rig. And uh, like Cagney said, he's a bit of a gambler. I wouldn't necessarily say he had a problem. Well, that's what uh, uh, he took. The- <laughs> that's literally how this movie progresses and gets us where we're going. He's following <laughs> this guy Wang around because he owes him money. Well, that's Wang's problem. Though. <laughs> And then it becomes Jack's problem later. But right, it's it's right. not the gambling fault. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Wang's fault. Uh, <laughs> anyway, gambling is addiction. If you yeah. guys have a problem, please seek help. This <laughs> is a 1-800-GAMBLING-HELPLINE. Help, help, I'm losing all my money. Um, friend of the show, Micah Loving, is actually a huge gambler. Oh. And he, he's, he's, he's not, uh, he doesn't have a problem because he knows when to quit. He doesn't yeah. want to st- step away. I bet you $2 he doesn't listen to this episode. He doesn't listen to any of this probably. <laughs> He knows he's aware of the show and he support he like shares stuff like that we do and he he runs the Vizart video uh social media. So he shared the 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 movie uh link today uh this week. Yeah, so. And um all that good stuff. He does he does help us out a lot, but I doubt he listens to the show at all. <laughs> Just because he does Whatever. He he podcasts himself for 9 hours a week. Yeah. And then uh does all this other crazy stuff for Vizart and whatnot. Uh, but he he does gamble on literally everything. He gambled on the Oscars last year, won big too. He won huge on the Oscars. Really? Yeah. Wow. For no more than he put in, he he. I think he bet like forty bucks and won like six hundred. That is awesome. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, dude? guys, we're not condoning you go 
bet all your money, guys. Now go but... bet on the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> this year, I think you got a safe bet, really, because yeah. like four movies came out. So my money's on Sonic the Hedgehog, man. Yeah, yeah I mean performances like Jim Carrey, you can't go wrong. <laughs> what? I don't even know what movies are eligible to be nominated for Oscars Who this knows? year. Because you have to be you have to be in theaters. Like onward, a certain amount. Would, onward would probably. You have to be in a certain yeah. amount of theaters, right? Yeah, onward would probably kill it. So fucking like the wretched is eligible no. for an Oscar. Yeah, but it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but horror movies were pretty much the only thing that came out this year, like to theaters. Because they didn't, they did them in drive-ins. Mm-hmm. They had them in drive-ins, and Tenet. I guess Tenet's a shoe in for best picture. Uh, this probably be too late. I don't know. You think? Maybe. I mean, it came out in September. I don't know. I'm not so. an Oscars guy, man. Don't really I don't know. I, I enjoy it for the, um, you know, the sheer, like, statistics of it. Like, just being able to, like, try to guess who's going to win mm-hmm. based on how the Academy picks shit. So, that's the only thing I like about it. But, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. We'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> bro, there's some fucking crazy effects going on in this movie crazy monsters really really good stuff for the time good makeup good fucking just all kinds of shit going on fucking lopan is like a fleshless old man in a fucking scooter riding around in a little motorized wheelchair right <laughs> and then cool he's a fucking on him as well. then he's like a samurai god dude like david lopan floating around and shit yep it's, it's insane villain lopan lose dude insane dude. so i don't know if you ever saw this but uh, it was announced that there would be a s- sequel it's a big trouble with starring Dwayne the Rock. The Johnson. Rock yep. as Jack Burton. No, I think <laughs> initially it was a reboot. And yeah, there was just so much fucking backlash. They were like, no, 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 no. no. It's a sequel. It's, it's a okay, sequel. guys. He, we will not be replacing Kurt Russell. This is it's okay. A it's sequel. okay. He'll wear a similar tank top. Yeah, <laughs> but not the same one. And but, it won't yeah. be on long because but it's the Rock's to be a, gonna take his shirt it's off. Supposed to be a follow-up movie. All right, yeah, I can in, feel that. It's been in the works for like three or four years. Maybe so. they'll have Kurt Russell in it too. Yeah. They'll make a cameo. Just be in the background at the end. Just remake it with Kurt Russell. <laughs> I mean, they fucking could. Yeah, I mean. I mean, he was just in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, looked great in that. Mm-hmm. He didn't do much, but he was in there and he looked fantastic. So, um, And with what they're doing, I mean, Stallone and... Schwarzenegger are still doing action movies, and they're like 800 years old, yeah, so dude. why can't Kurt Russell do it? Schwarzenegger's trying to get back into it now. He just he, They just did the Terminator movie. Like, yeah. uh, what was well, he was saying like he wants to do more roles. You yeah, know? He wants to do like a year. steady acting gig now. So, I mean, yeah, more more power to him. He's not oh, that yeah. great of an actor, but <laughs> he's, he's always, got a hell he's of a fun, physique. though. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger, He's, he's awesome to see in things because yeah, like he has that presence. Last action hero, yeah. you know. Oh, amazing. That's yeah, probably dude, his best on, movie. Come on, man. Probably his best yeah. movie, no lie. Not, uh, I mean, Jingle All the Way. Yes. Put the cookie down. <laughs> Those are my cookies. Put the cookie down. <laughs> oh, man. Don't I even mean, get me started on fucking Turbo, your wife's man. cookies. Yeah. I need, nobody likes, I need the nobody Turbo likes Man Buster. action figure. But yeah, Big Trouble in Little Dude, China is fucking knew sick. This episode would have us impersonating <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger deep in the middle of it. Big Big Trouble in Little China is a five out of five. Also, Dude, it's a ten out of five for sure. Man. Amazing movie. I uh, highly recommend you watch it with a little bit of LSD or mushrooms. It works really good. Or not, it doesn't matter. You know, if you want to, <laughs> you want to watch it sober, then I encourage that because that's my part of the show, I guess. 
Um, and I guess we'll we'll do three thousand miles to Graceland. We'll keep it in the timeline. Okay, okay. Even though we watched them, uh, we watched Captain Ron next. We'll do three thousand miles because it's timeline wise, it's the Which, next one. Uh, it's cool. We get a uh, return to form. We get Kurt Russell as an Elvis impersonator whenever he actually starred in an Elvis film. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah, and that's like, that's crazy. Um. So yeah, the, these this is like a gang of Elvis impersonators. Oh, dude, I got the page pulled up for this. Yeah, you know, I was like talking about the dissonant guitar tones in the yeah. movie. How I like that shit. That's George Clinton of Parliament Funkadelic oh, wow. that did the music for this nice. movie. I did not even catch that in the credits. That's pretty tight. Um. So I guess the first thing we noticed about Three Thousand Miles of Graceland is that we get this fucking terribly animated CGI. Scorpion battle, which that I said, opens the movie. <laughs> I said the scorpions never came back in the movie, but that's a lie. They yeah. did have one little one in mm-hmm. the uh, the case at the end. Yeah, at the end of the it movie, bites yeah. uh, Kevin Costner's character, which is cool. You know, you get a little bit of a forewarning there, but it feels so random and out of the place. Yeah, it really did. We get this like two thousands new metal playing over it. Hell yeah, <laughs> All these like big CGI giant CGI scorpions, scorpions battle in the desert. It was interesting, but. uh I guess I missed George Clinton's name popping up because I was so enthralled by these yeah, I didn't, fucking scorpions. I didn't see anything about it either. Fighting each other. <laughs> That's insane. But uh, this movie, what a fun fucking ride, man. It had like some over-the-top stylized action. And yeah. the one thing I will say about this movie, super colorful. Yes. Super, yes, br- bright. super bright, bright. Super vibrant. Up. There's a uh, director of photography and the art director, you know, props off to them because they did a good job with that you know this movie looks awesome there's a lot going on a lot uh, a lot of scenery to soak up yep and then we get a we whole got... shitload of elvises and yeah. who doesn't like a bunch of elvises and another super stacked cast here oh for this is the biggest stacked cast of the day david, kurt russell yep. kevin costner yep. courtney cox yep. christian slater david arquette kevin Bo- polak bokeem woodbine how we long And uh, it's a Warner Brothers movie. Yep. This was a movie that I watched for the first time with my grandpa back in the day. This okay. One of those movies. It's a good action movie um, to watch with your. Oh yeah, he older loved Elvis. Relatives. He loved Elvis, so this was like a thing that he really wanted nice. to see. Um, and then I like revisited it a couple years later because it was on Netflix, and turned my brother on to it because he had never seen it before. Right on. He thought it was pretty tight. And then, like, I love Christian Slater. Uh, and I love everybody else in this movie. Like, these car- all these actors are fucking just and fantastic. And Ice-T and John Lovitz in this movie, Yeah, too. yeah, a little, little cameo things. from yeah. Ice-T, kind of, at the end. And uh, John Lovitz is, like, the guy who's laundering the money for him. Uh, who else, man? The guy from George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what his name was. Uh, he was one of the detectives. Both of the detectives were people that we knew, but couldn't remember their names. Right. Uh, big character actors. Here. The dude from uh, he was also the dude from um, Wayne's World, the one with the fucked up eye when they go to Wayne's World Two when they go to the permit office. Yeah, that's yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. That's he the was guy. Like a SWAT this, SWAT team guy. Yeah. In this movie. That's fucking funny that he was in <laughs> Wayne's World Two as the guy with the glass eye. He actually did Wayne's World Two before this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way before this movie. This was uh, 2001. Yep. So what are your thoughts on this movie, man? You like it? Bro, I love this movie. I for sure love this movie. Um, that's why I wanted to watch it today, because it's one of my favorite Kurt Russell movies. 
Uh, I, I give it a four out of five. It's not quite the fucking epic, amazing movies as Escape from New York or Big or Trouble, Big Trouble in China. China. It's a little but more grounded to reality. It's down there. It's but up there. the contrast with Kurt Russell versus Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. The two of the greatest leading men of all time, man, because Kevin Costner can move a fucking scene as well. Like, he's this a is, great dramatic actor in his own right. This is an, 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 a master class in how to put good acting in an action movie. Mm-hmm. Like, making action movies actually feel like a like a big time drama movie yeah because this is a high action film yeah. as well you know it's not a high action film to where you're just waiting for the scenes to end to get to that next shootout like yeah this is a movie that keeps you enthralled and entertained with the characters yeah. you know these are not john claude van damme movies which no. bless john claude van damme they're those movies are great for what they but are we watch them for we watch them for the action. For those bad Not the acting, actions. not the storylines. But, but you watch this movie for the whole picture, man. Oh, yeah, it's everything. And it ranks in at a solid two hours, so. And God, Courtney Cox is just gorgeous in this. And horny. And, yeah, horny and naked a She lot. comes like, on to Kurt Russell about four times, naked. and they actually, I felt good, you know, after, like, all day we got all this sexual tension from Kurt Russell, and I finally got him to lay some fucking trial. Yeah. Oh man, he looked good in this, in this too. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Kurt Russell. He was sex wearing, when he was in that ta- when he was in that towel laying on the bed. How oh. can you, how can you not get, get your uh, up your jibbies up for Kurt Russell, man? God, yes. Even in Captain Ron, he looks good, and he's supposed to be like a goofy looking motherfucker in that movie. Which I guess we should just go on into Captain Ron now, which um, is a little bit of a different role for Kurt Russell than we've seen. Yeah, this is our. Our family, Kurt Russell. Yeah, the, Jamaican the man. We watch today. Uh, it's, if uh, so much goddamn steel drum music in this yeah. movie, holy shit, dude! If I hear one it's more a very steel ca- drum it's song, it's a very Caribbean uh, Woo! movie. God, it it, it was nailing and, it with uh, the steel drums. Captain Ron movie. is kind of like he's like that Jimmy Buffett surfer yeah. bum guy. And Kurt Russell did a good good job at that man. Fun, yeah, it really dude. did. And you wouldn't have doubted it from him. You wouldn't have seen oh, yeah. this and said. Oh, Kurt Russell is is the funny guy on a boat. No, I don't think he can do it. Uh, he's an action hero. It know? really it does nah, speak to his diversity good. that he's in a movie like this. We we watched three action movies today, and then we watched this movie, which is kind of like a PG thirteen family film. Yeah, it's just a funny movie. It's silly. And it's we've goofy. also we got Martin Short, man. When bless his heart, yeah. like I wish Martin Short was in a lot more stuff because he is awesome, dude. He's kind of underrated. I'm gonna he give, really I'll, I'll is, give him man. that. I, I, like I said earlier, I love him in the movie A Simple Wish with the yeah. chick from Matilda. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really fun movie. I used to watch it all the time when I was younger. I'll tell you what I don't like him in, though. The Santa Claus sequels. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Jack because Frost. the Santa Claus sequels are just... That, those he's movies the reason are just, why they're not good. Those you know? movies are just ass. That character. Um, but also, like, thank God for Jiminy Glick. Like, that's one of the oh, most yeah. prolific... funny. Uh, ...satirical characters yeah. of all time. And that's all Martin Short, you know? That was mm-hmm. all him. And that was all improv, too. Like, literally him fucking with Hollywood people that you, <laughs> like, pulling them out. You know, showing the, shining a light on them. Yeah, this is one of those movies, though. It's basically, it's like a fish-out-of-water story where the family are kind of used to this way of life. And they're being kind of, like, pushed into a new environment. <laughs> and it's up to Kurt Russell as Captain Ron to show them how to fall in love with life all over again. And Captain Ron is kind of this, like, haphazard... 
you know. I'll tell you, I thought it was just a setup so Kurt Russell could fucking fuck the wife and then yeah, have that be the plot. So? I thought that was going to be the plot. Was, he was going to cuck that dude's wife? Was he was going to fuck the wife and he was going to get jealous but then learn that blah, 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 blah. I don't know. You thought, I thought that was, was going to happen in a PG-13 movie? 13, bro. That's <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That's pushing it, even for PG-13. Right. Um, we do get to see some fucking, a little bit of kind of violence almost. Yeah, a little. <laughs> a little bit of kind of violence. Uh, you get kids playing with guns too. You know, that's always fun. Well, he's cleaning the gun. That's not really playing with he's it. Playing, he's having a good time. Responsible gun ownership is okay. <laughs> he was like nine. Yeah, people can be responsible with guns at nine. But that's the, that's the point of the joke though, yeah. is that like the kid was cleaning the gun. If I had a kid, they'd be armed at nine. Okay. Even though I don't actually own a gun right now, so I guess I guess they wouldn't probably but that's because of economics not because red of, rider uh, red rider it's not, it's not because of uh personal gun ownership beliefs <clears throat> but yeah we get all kinds of crazy mishaps in this movie uh martin short throws the guns overboard that he bought to or that he traded the people for uh a ride to the next island that we're supposed to protect them for the, uh, from the pirates of the Caribbean. And Martin Short's like, there are no pirates of the Caribbean. And sure enough, there are pirates in the Caribbean. And uh, they do actually hijack their boat and leave them floating on a safety raft. <laughs> right after Martin Short, Short fires Captain Ron and sends him packing. It's like everything. Every time Martin Short does something, it backfires completely right. on him. He uh, throws out the guns. They end up needing them. He fucking tells. He's like, "There's no gorillas in these woods." And then it's actually gorillas, like guerrilla warfare. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just clever man. Just Captain Ron being the dimwit kind of character that he's supposed to be. And that's why uh, the and, movie but, got panned, man. Uh, people got mad that Martin Short was the serious character and Kurt yeah. Russell was the comedic character. No, I think that's amazing. Like it. He's so good as the straight man for Kurt Russell in this movie. The daughter is hilarious as the oversexed teenage girl. Right. Uh, the son is like that nerdy brat kid character. Who, who's in a bunch of stuff, man. This is, uh, what was he in, man? The oh, nanny? I don't have a clue, man. He was in the nanny. Was he in the nanny? Yeah, yeah. That was a kid from the nanny. Oh, sick. We watched him. We watched something with the guy from with the guy from the nanny. Not too long. Yeah, mom's got a date with a vampire. Had the the main. Yeah, dude from the yeah, nanny. yeah. All these nanny. We're just waiting. Man, for we Fran just need to watch to something up. with Fran Drescher. Hi. <laughs> uh, maybe sometime this year we'll watch something with Fran Drescher. Oof. So yeah, and I gave Captain Ron a three point five out of five. Not my favorite movie that we watched today. No, but it's good for what it is. But it's definitely fun and fun for the whole family. Yeah, I was about to say fun for the whole family for sure. Kurt Russell, fun for the whole family. Oh yeah, every day of the. I week. mean, your mom's gonna love him. We're gonna fucking we are gonna watch Kurt Russell movies every year for Thanksgiving until the day we die. Forever, until we run out of Kurt Russell movies to watch. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> the list is expendable. He will die eventually. Why was Kurt Russell not in the Expendables? I don't know. He should have been. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, man. They cheated him. Maybe he was too good of an actor. Yeah, he would be there, right? That's what it is. He was just too good of an actor to be in that it movie. It would have been cool if he had a professional wrestling career. 
Yeah, that would little stunt cool. professional wrestling. I feel like it's because he's too short, though. Because you see how small right. he looked <laughs> beside Ox Baker. Yeah, he could fight like Tom Cruise and shit. Yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise is short. tiny. We should do a short man wrestling competition. <laughs> 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 not they're almost midgets, but they're not. I mean, if he if he was one if he was in his prime today, he would probably make it as a professional wrestler because the guys are smaller now, but. There's still like a bunch of giants yeah. in the business. Well, he may so. not be in his prime, but he's on Amazon Prime with Bone yeah. Tomahawk 2015, oh, a movie man. we watched a few weeks ago. And so amazing. Another really, really good role for Kurt Russell to see him in a, a Western with horror elements. You know, it's a yes. really fun setting for him. He yes. really shined in it. And it's cool because you get to see him, same tone as tombstone but a completely different tone is the same time you know like really the only thing that's kind of similar is the settings and dialect yeah any He's, other notable kurt russell things you want to throw out? Oh i mean we kind of we didn't talk about the thing fucking, at all but like the thing is start is, pri- is prime kurt russell you know and that's proof. the reason we didn't watch it today death proof gets a lot of slack um people say the, it's the well, worst tarantino film well, the reason we didn't watch The Thing today is because I just watched it on Halloween. Yeah, and it's like the biggest yeah. Kurt Russell film, too, you know. Um, um, but yeah, people hate on Death Proof, you know. They say it's Yeah, but fuck them. Terrible. That movie's awesome. Terrible for Tarantino, but good good it for was, a movie. He made the movie he wanted to make. Yeah, you know, he, he cut back. He had some fun. Yeah. And uh, people hate that his foot fetish is like right there on screen in that movie. It's right there on screen in every movie. <laughs> it really is. But Literally like, all of his movies. This is the one that like all over people it. people noticed. And <laughs> they was like, wait, I Fucking keep seeing too much feet in this once movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's all yeah, it's for it's sure. Everywhere. He's a footist. He a loves fetist. feet, man. It's okay. I like feet too. He showcases some good feet too. Except for I didn't like the dirty hippie feet. <laughs> I don't really like dirty feet. I'm not that guy. I like clean feet. Okay. But I get it, man. Some people like dirty feet. And not it's me. Not my not thing, though. I like clean feet. Foot person. I like my feet because I can walk on them. That's about as far as my relationship with feet go. Well, that's because you've never had a foot job. All right, moving on. Back to <laughs> Kurt Russell. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's all uh, we got for Kurt we got, Russell. We got him as leading in Stargate. You know, he played Forrest Gump, or he played uh, Elvis Presley in Forrest Gump. Yeah, he did. Didn't you know, he? That was cool. Yeah. Uh, he ended up getting into the. He Fast was the and, voice. He's in the Fast and the Furious franchise now. Yeah. You know. Is he in the Fast and the Furious? I, yeah. I have not. I've literally. He's only been watched, in the past two Fast and the Furious. I've literally movies. only watched the first two Fast yeah. and the Furious. He's movies, been in the. So. He's been in the past two. I've seen the first three. So. Overall, man, this is the best way we could have spent the Thanksgiving show. Yeah. Man, being sure. being thankful for Kurt Russell. It's gonna be you know? it's gonna be Kurt Russell giving every year on Thanksgiving. And it's a great thing to celebrate. Great thing to celebrate. And uh, hopefully you guys like it and get used to it either way because we're gonna do it. Kurt Russell. We're gonna make you fall in love with Kurt Russell. He's the rustler. Ah. The Kurt rustler. Yeah, he's gonna rustle you, Jimmy's. He's gonna rustle all the rustles with the Russell Russell. It's going to wrestle the Russells. <laughs> wrestle the Russells. Okay, so next week is going to be the first uh, December episode, technically, because it'll, it'll go on Patreon the last week of November, but it'll be ding, ding, like ding, the first ding, or second ding, of December. Ding, 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 ding. We're not going to be diving into Christmas shit just yet, though. We're going to try to squeeze in some more 2020 releases. Hey, yep, first week of December will be new movies we're going to watch. Yes. Uh, Possessor, Uncle Peckerhead, uh, Spree. 
and what was the other one? We're gonna try to watch Freaky if it's out, right? Freaky, yeah, yeah. If we can buy yeah, it, if we can get it. Uh, if not, Spree, Uncle Peckerhead. Really wanted to watch Saint Maud, but apparently it's like only in the UK, only available in UK, and it's like super limited over there where you can get it. I don't fucking know. I just want to watch the goddamn movie. A two A two four. I read some reviews. Um, Put it out. Super duper slow burn. Yeah. But epic payoff is yeah. what Put it what out, 824. Is what I out. have seen. Thank y'all for restocking that that uh, Midsommar director's cut. Even though neither of us bought it. Even though I still can't buy it. Make a cheapo version. I just want the movie. I want the fucking... Just give me the disc. The director's cut. Just give me the disc. I don't need a fucking booklet and shit. I don't need a slip cover either. Just give me a disc and a, a fucking clip. Blu-ray case. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I probably will eventually buy the $45 version, though, because there's probably the only way they're going to ever put it out. So, uh, But, yeah, thank you all for listening. As always, like I said at the top of the show, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at Martell's Movie Madness, at Movie Madness 69 on Twitter. Follow that. Get on that Patreon, man. That's the best way to listen to the show. Three dollars a month tier. Early as shit. You get it four full days early on Monday when it's recorded. Dropped right on the day. Three bucks, six bucks, ten bucks, I think, is the next tier up. And then there's like a bunch of other fucking shit on there. But those are the main ones you need to go to because I don't really do a lot for the upper tiers because there's nobody in them. It's funny. There's a read through of uh, the script on there, right? Yeah, it yeah. is one of the bonus episodes. So you can go listen to that and then watch <laughs> how vastly different the movie is. Yes, because the script got changed a lot. Um, so yeah, go on over there. Cagney, let them know where they can find you. You can find me uh, on Instagram as Cagney Likes This. On Facebook as Cagney Larkin. That's my name, and uh, that's about it. And Twitter, Cags Loves Movies. That's me. And I didn't eat anything weird this week, so no, nope. yeah, we didn't talk about bring it up. But it's Thanksgiving, man. We're full. Nobody wants to weird. hear about food this week. You know, nope. this is not a food week. They're already full. Well, I didn't eat anything <laughs> weird last week, y'all. So, but next week, next we week, plan maybe. on eating some weird shit. It might get weird. We're gonna have our movie premiere party Saturday night. We know um, we might make something weird. Probably gonna put some ketchup on some mashed potatoes. Weird as hell. Probably not though. Yeah, good. Don't don't do that. You're probably gonna me. put gravy on them instead. Okay, yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Happy Kurt Russell given. Yay. And uh I love it. I love Kurt Russell given. My favorite holiday. <laughs> Let's watch some fucking movies. We'd make one hell of a team, Snake. Pliskin. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.